Welcome to Common Sense with Bishop. And on this wonderful day, I really should have probably opened the podcast series with saying this because if you don't believe in God, you really have no basis for common sense. All you really have is what seems to be sensible in the world in the time that you live. But if you're a student of history, you realize what seems sensible changes uh, frequently. But God is the one consistent since the beginning of the earth. His laws, his commandments have never changed. And people throughout history who have abided by those laws and commandments have found their lives to be successful and have been overcomers. Um, Common sense would tell you that someone who tries to believe something different from what God's commandments are is the zenith, really, of ignorance. It's interesting to hear throughout the world and history Famous words of atheists as they died, people that believe that through their intellectualism, they would, they have attained uh, such prominence or wisdom. Very few did not admit that there was not a God. Uh, you know, when you look at Caesar Borgia, while I lived, I provided for everything but death. Now I must die. I'm unprepared to die. Thomas Hobbes, a great political philosopher. I say again, if I had the whole world at my disposal, I would give it to live one day. I'm about to take a leap into the dark. It's very interesting that one of the first things written that we know in American history about Thomas Paine was a book about common sense, but yet he himself was a leading atheist. He said this as he died, stay with me for God's sakes. I cannot bear to be left alone. Oh Lord, help me. Oh God, what have I done to suffer so much? What will become of me hereafter? Listen to this. I would give the worlds if I had them and that the age of reason, the book he wrote had never been published. Oh Lord, help me. Christ, help me. No, don't leave me. Stay with me. Even send a child to stay with me. For I am on, listen, the edge of hell here alone. If ever the devil had an agent, I have been one. Um, Sir Thomas Scott, the Chancellor of England. Until this moment, I thought there was neither a God nor a hell. Now I know and feel that there are both, and I am doomed to perdition by the just judgment of the Almighty. Voltaire, the most famous anti-Christian atheist. I am abandoned by God and man. I will give you half of what I'm worth if you could give me six months of life. He said this to Dr. Fochin, who told him it couldn't be done. He said, then I shall die and go to hell. His 
nurse said, for all the money in Europe, I wouldn't want to see another unbeliever die. All night long, he cried for forgiveness. Let me just give you one more. One of the most famous political strategists and leaders ever, Napoleon Bonaparte, the French emperor who, like Adolf Hitler, brought death to millions to satisfy his greed and power mad selfish ambitions for world congress. Napoleon said, I die before my time and my body will be given back to the earth. Such is the fate of him who has been called the great Napoleon. What an abyss between my deep misery and the eternal kingdom of Christ. Now, can I contrast that against the last words of Thomas Edison. It is beautiful over there. (laughs) The great Irish poet, William Allingham, I see such things as you cannot imagine. Or what about somebody that we really, in our society, look to as a great inventor and founder, Steve Jobs, as he began to say, oh, wow, oh, wow. He saw something. What I want to get across to you is that just because you don't see God, every year I love to go do a conference in Catania, Italy. And right, Catania, who sat on the Mediterranean Sea, 3,300 meters up is the largest active volcano in Italy. It's called Mount Etna. And it's the biggest active volcano, like I said, in Europe. And it has had frequent eruptions over the last 2,700 years. The most recent eruption was in the spring of 2017. The last major eruption was in the winter of 2008-2009. Many times I'll be there in Catania and I'll get up in the morning and I'll look out of my hotel room to see Mount Etna and you can't see it. The clouds cover it. Now, it's still there. You just can't see it. Sometimes things happen that kind of cloud our vision. And it's like we really can't see God. But can I tell you, he's always there. Now let's get to some common sense. I would tell you that history has a huge pendulum. You look at it, and it always swings to the extremes. But common sense is always found in the middle. If you have liberal leadership like we've had in America for eight years before our current president, then you see a swing to conservative leadership. We see uh, a period of time when I was in college where the military was lambasted. It was during the Vietnam War and our soldiers who came home from um, the war were ridiculed, not appreciated, scorned even. And we see that now the spectrum has gone to the fact that Before first class gets on the plane, they let the active military get on the plane, which, of course, I love. 
um, police. We had times in our country where we, these are the greatest things. They're the ones that keep us safe. And then there are a few people that maybe are over misguided. Uh, and then we, we speak badly of all the police. Let me, let me tell you about any major city. One night without the police would be chaos. All the people, the police that you scream at and you say, oh, these are uh, people we can't trust. They would be the first ones you'd be calling or complaining about when they weren't there to protect you. Yes, there are ministers with lack of integrity, but there are ministers who show us and teach us things of God. Yep, there's politicians that can be bri bribed, but there are also leaders who give us godly laws and character and don't just follow the polls. It doesn't mean that there aren't great mentors out there. And I, I, I will take uh, just a minute to say uh, once a week I do... Uh, a mentoring webinar. And in this webinar, I want to take the great things from history, the great things that I've learned, and I want to strategically help you build your life so that you can set an example for the next generation. Uh, the reason that in the Bible it would always talk about three generations is because that's the kind of mentality God expects us to have. I believe common sense is that what principle, whatever principle you believe, you just have to be consistent and you have to follow that line all the way to its conclusion. If you don't, listen to me, if you don't have a belief system, if you don't have a, a series of principles that you could base your life on, you'll fall for the latest fad or the latest politically correct thing. To me, there are so many things. You know, I, what I really want in this common sense with Bishop is I want you to begin to think for yourself. Don't let people tell you what to think or people that even are in your culture tell you what to think. And especially that the media doesn't tell you what to think. Learn to think, learn to study, learn to read. And of course, common sense, I believe, comes from God. Learn to pray. Learn to see his word. It's so interesting to me that those who believe in abortion have chose the word pro-choice. Um, soon on my podcast, I'm going to have an interview with Rob Owens, whose dad was the man who adopted him. His dad was a great judge in Orange County, Southern California. And uh, the man has made a phenomenal difference in the world. He was voted man of the year in Nevada, a great minister, great, great standard of what a man should be, um, served our country well. He was, um, what do you call that, Joshua? What he did in the military, Rob Owens? Uh, Pararescue man. 
pararescuement, where it's the closest thing to being in a hospital on the field. They tell them what a pararescue yes. does. They're they're uh, combat search and rescue specialists with pretty much the highest um, field medical training you can have. All the lives he saved in the natural, all the lives he saved in the spiritual, would have never happened because his mother was taking was going to get an abortion. And at the last minute, she thought, my child has a choice. My child deserves a choice. Um, can I tell you, the world without this man would be a much less world. See, every, every conception creates a destiny. You're saying that you we should have the right, we should have the choice to not let that destiny be lived out on earth. I believe, I believe that abortion is never meant to be birth control. Now I understand if there's a decision where a mother's life's at stake or there's some complex situations, but when you get common sense, common sense, when a man and a woman have sexual relationships and there's no protection, what you're going to do is you're going to allow an innocent child's life to be taken because of a lack of planning of parents um, or of people. Uh, I don't know how you would be a parent and take the life of a child. Doesn't make doesn't make sense. See, I I I believe that God created us for do five things. He said, "Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, take dominion, and uh, to subdue it." And I believe common sense is God made us to reproduce. God made us to know the joy of legacy, to know the beauty of children. And to me, I not only, I, I not only pray for everyone who believes that they're homosexual, but the fact is, again, we preface common sense with Bishop uh, as a, uh, it's predicated on God. How in the world would you uh, believe that you are not made to have children? You say, well, what about some women who are barren? Well, they're made to have it. There's just some physical situation that is keeping them from manifesting, being able to birth a child. But God made us to do certain things. To, to not have the ability to pass on what God has given you. Because if God made you homosexual, then he made you not to have children. So he made your life to be one-dimensional. And can I tell you, you never really learn to be selfless until you're a parent. There is just a degree of selfishness, of course, when you're single, because in fact, for a lot of it, if you're a Christian, of course, Jesus 
tells you to forsake all and follow him, but your nature is selfish. When you become married, now you realize you've got to think about somebody else. You have to become one. But when you have children, it changes everything. It changes your sleep. <laughs> it changes. It changes what's the most important thing that you put your money on. It's not on your clothes and things for you, but it's the well-being of your children. I want to tell you, I believe that a lot of people have just adapted other people's beliefs that they thought were smart or maybe influential as they were growing up. And on Common Sense with Bishop, what I want you to do is just take an honest look. Ask God by the power of the Holy Spirit, God, let me see things for what they are. It's like common sense. Whoever creates a thing has the right to name it. And the audacity of our government to try to say, we're going to define marriage. That, that's appalling to me. It's the epitome of arrogance that you would try to rename. Now, do they have the ability to create uh, civil unions? Absolutely. They have the right to create corporate situations between people of the same sex? Absolutely. But I will never, ever call homosexual people living together a marriage because God defined it in the word. It could be an asterisk, a government marriage. I know that people deserve basic human rights. But what God has done is he's given us ability. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The Bible says, let this mind, boy, I think this would change a lot of people's ideas about what's going on politically in the world. Let this mind be in you, the mind of Christ. I'm in no way talking about political affiliation, but if you can't see that God put a man in the White House that has allowed Christians, the church, to have greater ability to worship than ever before. For the first time ever, there's a prayer meeting in the White House every day. There is actually the involvement of great men and women of God on an ongoing basis, not humoring them or placating them, but actually listening to them. Um, and yet, you can never have common sense and be filled with anger. Uh, anger will lead you to react. It will lead you to do things. I love passion. But when you have undisciplined passion, it ends up causing you to respect, disrespect everyone that's around you. Uh, the audacity of the Speaker of the House to stand up and tear up the President's speech on worldwide television uh, she lost all of her uh, credibility. That's just not something a person of honor would do. Um, people ask me, how did I get where I am today? 
Whatever success I have is first due to God. But secondly, it's due to the people who mentored me. It's due to the people that I've had relationship with that have poured their treasure, their wisdom. I didn't have to go experience everything. Uh, They gave me this ability to have common sense. And now people call me from around the world. What do you think about this, Bishop? What do you think about that? Um, You never get to the place that you don't need to be mentored. You really need, I know we've maybe you overused this word, but you really need to learn how to build your dream team. We do that in the webinar. How do you put the right people around you to cover your weak points? The webinar really teaches us about how you don't have to constantly start over and over. How to develop the habit, the habitual habit of not quitting. I've never quitted anything. I just, I don't know how to do that. Uh, a lot of people have embraced, you could, <laughs> you could feel it in music, whatever style of music that there is a real seed of rebellion. And I'm not talking about being radical. I love being radical. But rebellion is just reacting without cause. Like take this job and shove it. We applaud people for quitting their jobs. Uh, Now, if it's something God told you to do, that's great. Uh, You really would go on to do something greater. Um, I've always wanted to be coached, coached, and I always have desired to coach. Um, everything I ever done athletically and ministerially and in business is because I was mentored well. And I just want to tell you, I love to coach. I want to coach you. And in a day. Let me just close. In a day of so much, so many things being volatile, this this coronavirus um, has caused us to really take a deep look at everything. Um, A lot of people that were totally materially driven, wow, this has been a wake-up check, uh, uh, a wake-up call because Now you're sequestered, you're quarantined in your house. Um, I just want to tell you that common sense says that God's in control of everything, that even what Satan intended for evil, God, in fact, turns for good. Let this time be not that you ask God why or you complain about things that have happened in your life. The question is, what did you learn? And you say, well, I didn't learn anything. I, I, I learned not to trust people. I learned that you can't count on people's words. No. Um, what you need to learn is how to put the right people around you, how to have the right principles. What's the litmus test to know whether you could trust somebody or not? Well, I just really feel like I want to pray for you today. I, I want to end this common sense session with, Father, thank you for taking the words that we've said 
And God let people know that even the people that believe different from me, that I love them, that I don't hate anybody. I'm not angry at anybody. I don't want to see harm come to anybody. I believe that I have a loving Heavenly Father that wants to reach out and touch people. And as it says in the book of Acts, that in the last days he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. And that's everybody that's listening. And let me tell you something. One touch of his spirit changes everything. Everything. So today, be of good cheer. Have hope. Let his mind be in you. And then practice common sense. You'll be glad you did.